10 second cars, family and space. Fast Saga is going to court, stirring a bit of Loki into the mix. And this quarter mile issue just got interesting. Hit that nitrous boost, roll the intro. From 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, in the heart of Uptown Whittier. Keeping Up With The Nerds presents issue number 53. My name is Brian. Renee. I'm Nick. And welcome to the show, everyone. Hey. You know, he does that intro really well. It's almost I as know. if he wrote it. It's almost as if like he knew what the words were. It's right. almost as if he like planned all of this. No, sure. he didn't. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> don't, don't, you, don't you lie. Is camera A good real quick? I yeah, know we were, I can see you from Yeah, me. I can you're see good. you from It's not obscure or anything like no, that. No, no, not at all. No, you're fine. Don't worry. It doesn't look like you're short or anything like that. I trust you. I have to trust you guys because I'm not the one looking at this camera now. I'm in charge of looking at camera B. I feel beat. like this episode's going to have a lot of hostility and just the start I'm about to of it right now. <laughs> Go over this table. If you guys can't tell. We're ah. like pre-amped. We had coffee. Now we're going to have energy drinks on top of that. It's going to be a good one. This is going to be a full-fledged So, actually, right yes. What was your, What were you going to say, Nick? No, I'll be right back. What happened? No, you, you guys do you. I'll, I'll be back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> now, so Whoa. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on what? here? <laughs> now, so, uh, yes, welcome, guys, to issue 53 of yeah. Keeping Up With The Nerds. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is going to be a fun one because um, this week we went to go see Fast 9. Fast 9, yes. That, so that was an interesting one, and we're going to be taking it to court. Why? Because, funny enough, you know, amongst the three of us, don't look at me. I'm so, don't worry about I'm him. Like, funny enough, yeah. um, you know, we all had different takes on this. Mm -hmm. which, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that actually was we were talking about it yesterday. It's funny because, like, if you guys – you guys will find on the podcast, one side's, like, on the, like – it, it, it wasn't great, and one side is like, it was amazing. Not amazing, but it was like, no, it's really good. And one side's like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so what that middle is going to be you. Now, I'm the middle part. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't know or already tell, you can tell which which one will be like, oh, yeah, no, like it was great. It was yeah, like, exactly. So, so it's going to be an interesting one, uh, but we wanted to save that for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get the, the drink, get the drink. What is it? Spill? Yeah. Okay. Nothing happened. Nothing <laughs> happened. Cut the camera. Are we good? See what you did when you tried to make a joke, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> In all fairness, that was hilarious. <laughs> back to my little kid. We're back, folks. After a little bit of a technical difficulty, uh, spilled drinks yeah. and. Just uh, some ridiculous stuff. Yes, this <laughs> just like the Fast Saga, this went off the rails <laughs> real quick. Perfect. Um, but before we jump into the main topics of the podcast, that was a little fun sidetrack. Mm -hmm. Before we jump into the main pod or main topics of the podcast, we have a little bit of an announcement. Our buddy here, 
Renee oh, had his birthday <laughs> on the 20th of June. Yes. And <laughs> we didn't mention it last yeah. week. We waited until this week to celebrate it. But here on the podcast, Renee, Nick and I have a little something for you. No. Yes. <laughs> There's video now. <laughs> Nick, come out of the cave already, sir. Aw, guys. <laughs> we got you uh, a I'm cake. Like, dude, I'm like Mary Poppins in this thing. <laughs> What? A present no. to go with the cake. Did you wait? Hold on. Did you? Can you still see me? Can yes, you, yeah. you can. Yeah. Okay, no, I, 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 right, I have on. no idea. Should I just blow them out, or you guys? Well, make. Okay. Do we sing Happy Birthday? No, 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 no that's no. copywritten. What is it really? Yes, it is. No way. Yeah. So uh, ba, here's here, here's ba, ba, ba. no no here's here's how we'll do. It. I'm just gonna say Happy Birthday, Happy Birthday, Happy Birthday <laughs> to you. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't give you the whole thing, buddy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nick, and ready? Also, ready. here's the awkward part. We didn't bring a knife, and we did not bring forks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I have some in the office. So, uh, so I don't know we'll how you're eating that. We'll figure this out. I don't know how you're going to eat it, but uh, I demand that that be finished Just by the end of the podcast. Matilda, the whole way. All right, here we go. Ready? Right. Here we go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> To, to you, you. Oh, Renee, from the nerds, baby. Woo! Oh God, this is really sweet. Thank now, you. Now blow my candles. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me get ready then. <laughs> 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 Wait, the fire alert! I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> Is there a I don't know if there's smoke detectors or Just, not in here. Oh. <laughs> what happened? Did it really? Did like Amber get you? <laughs> How does giving you a birthday cake end so terribly? Oh, this is a great like first ten minutes of the show. We got spill drinks. Yeah. We got two cuss words. <laughs> We got people burning, possible fire. So oh, it cool. smells like ember. <laughs> he it literally blew yeah. off. Is there and a I, fire detector? Is there smoke I don't detector? Think so I no, because there's. Uh, if anything, there's the AC's blowing, so it's like okay, it's right. moving it. Hang on, I gotta give you your present. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it was. He blew it out, and then immediately I just felt pain in my arm, and then I went ah! <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> That was great. What kind of cheap ass Batman candles did I buy? <laughs> Where'd you get the Batman candles from? In the Mexican market. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder it hit you. I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I was surprised they had like brand named Batman candles. That's I thought, true. I thought yeah. they were gonna be like you know like it's gonna it's it would be like the Batman, but mm -hmm. it's like all deformed and stuff. <laughs> like the ice cream popsicles, yeah. like that. His name is Catman. <laughs> <laughs> Gato man. Gato man. It's Gato man. Oh man, people are gonna enjoy the first ten minutes of this. This is great. Oh my god, so many crappy. Is there anything in here or no? No, no. Okay. Oh, that's so cool! It's a white kyber crystal. That's so sick. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Yeah. Now all you need is an actual lightsaber. I know. So I got you the white one because yes. I think that when and if you do the experience out yeah. there, you need to pick the crystal that best fits you. Yes. And white. And yellow uh -huh. are the only two that aren't selectable yeah. in the experience. Mm -hmm. Ah, mm -hmm. really? Can, if you already bought one, can you put it in? 
Like we can you just go? I have this one. Well, essentially, yeah. this one. When you're paying for it, you essentially get a kyber crystal out of it. You're paying for a kyber crystal. I should have brought the saber today, but I'll bring mm-hmm. it next week. Yeah. Um, but ba- the saber, Renee saw it mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. My, yeah. I, out. I, I, uh, yeah. Brian, it? let I, me play I, with I, his lightsaber yesterday. <laughs> it was very smooth. Yeah. It was shiny and everything. Oh god. Oh, it was heavier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I was playing with it and I heard, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Give that back to you. And that's yours. Did I show show you the white kyber crystal and the lightsaber yesterday? I think so. Oh, no. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. You showed me the the orange or yellow one. The yellow one. Were you guys showing each other your wands? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what nerds do. You just whipped out your blades. We just whipped out out your your blades and your kyber crystal. Then that's when Brian tells you it's legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Good bits, guys. Only f- uh, let me only- get some stuff for the cake here because I have actually knives and forks. In you know what the funny thing is? I didn't. I didn't realize that uh, the cake was bigger than the box. That's why if you look at the cake, yeah. it's mildly smashed. It's- <laughs> 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 like she didn't put it in like a proper, which I think is like really silly yeah. that the market doesn't have a box that yeah. fits the cake. This I cake know, was yeah. abnormal. So, like, you guys can see right here. It's like <laughs> it's like smashed on top. Because Whatever you, really- you do, don't drop <laughs> the cake. We've already had two different I'm not accidents. Pull a Nick right now. There's only a three strike. <laughs> There's a three strike say, rule. Say what you will. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. That, that was a great bit. It was a great. If I would have gotten it, if I would have gotten the lighter, it would have been fine. And then also, I have to learn to stop playing with lighters. You can just stop in general. No, 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 no. Because I don't know if you heard me underneath the table. I because I lit the lighter, but I was playing with the the on and off, like the the higher one. No, I have I have headphones on. I'm not gonna like be able to listen oh, to anything. Do I have a? Where's that lighter? Oh, where's that lighter? At? Oh God, please don't. You already spilled half your drink. You got burned. The last thing we need is like again. There's this three strike rule, buddy. Where's, where, we, we have a guy for pyrotechnics. He's over there. <laughs> All right. So oh, while wait, Renee's getting... Right, he's right there. He's right there. <laughs> so, see, look, because like, when I was a kid, I used to learn... I learned that you can like play with this. Okay. So when I get fidgety, I do it. And unfortunately, it like, becomes a flamethrower. Oh, if yeah. You, if you do yeah. it, right? Well, when I was underneath the table... No. Can I look over here? Well, no, 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 no. So like, when I was under the table, I like it didn't go flamethrower. But for some reason, it, I guess it was leaking, and then like this would like the top wouldn't go out, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Thanks for cussing again. That's three. Hey man, <laughs> we're gonna cut this part of the podcast out anyway, so it's fine. No, we're keeping this. Damn it! <laughs> Why would I not? I don't know. All right, can we jump into the main topics? Now? Yeah, go for it. Go now for that it. we've exhausted the bits about burning and hey, spilling man. and stuff, uh, I just try to light a cake on fire, and uh, it just turned into chaos. This is why you don't ask me to do things. This is why you don't ask me to do things. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the fast saga. Just went um, Yesterday, uh, we went into the movies, and we went to go see Fast Night, just like we said in the beginning of the podcast. Right. Um, and uh, we came out with different takes on the film. And as we were uh, debating on our different takes, you know, we had the idea of why not just putting it on the issue here? You know, why first not have off, a little we, bit of fun of it? First off, we weren't debating. Me and Renee were telling you you were wrong. No, Renee was not <laughs> saying that I was wrong. Renee he was, was in the middle. Renee was with me, and you don't want to admit it. It's okay, Renee. I can speak for you. Uh, but <laughs> I'm so glad you can. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're enjoying cake. It's fine. 
you were wrong. No. Okay. So <laughs> here's how we're going to set this up because you're going to keep telling me I'm wrong. Been, I'm going to tell you you're wrong, Brian, but we're is, not going to convince each other that the other person's right. Brian, my love. No, we, listen. We will, no, it's not. This, this, this is, is not, the way we'll die is I'm telling you you're wrong. Like that's just the way we're going to, we're going to die one of these days. It's whoever dies first at their funeral. They're going to be like, look, you never, you were never right. Exactly. That's, that's how it's going to be. Exactly, and then I'm gonna throw a rock inside of the building and just see you guys erect. <laughs> just get out of line. Like, you come Who out threw of the, the rock? And you're gonna just go. <laughs> I'll prove zombies are real just by throwing a rock. <laughs> <laughs> you come back. So um, Nick and I are going to be the two with the opinion. Yes, and Renee, who enjoyed the film, I did. I did enjoy the film overall, and was cake. dead in the middle. Nice. Cake's actually really nice. Yeah, that looks good. You're dead in the middle on this, right? Me? Yes. Yes. Okay. No, he's dead inside. There's dead. a difference. <laughs> so you're going to be the judge here. You're going to be the judge. Yeah. Hold on. Passing cake to Brian. <laughs> Sir. Thank you. And you're going to be the one deciding mm-hmm. uh, or keeping order during right, this entire debate. Right, yeah. Right, right. Because we've taken movies to court, and I think it was Die Hard the it first time. It was Die Hard, and then it was another one that we did, didn't we? Or? I don't remember. I don't remember. But either. this is the first time that Nick's going to be a part of the court. Yes, the court. Who's prosecution and who's defendant? Dun, dun. Hmm? Who's the prosecution who's the defendant? Obviously, well, your defense. You're, you're the defense. Why am I? Oh, that's right, because I'm defending Fast yeah. 9. He's trying to... Why would you be in prosecution <laughs> and defending Fast 9? How does that make sense? I don't know. I didn't think it through. Like usual. <laughs> He's going to be real salty about this one. That's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. This is going to He's going to be real hard on this one. Oh, this yeah. Some feelings might get issue, hurt. Man. Some things might actually get thrown. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. Some insults might be thrown our uh, way as well. Just don't throw the cake. No cussing. <laughs> right. First off. Don't light anything on fire. Hey, mm-hmm. first off, I have destroyed many a relationship by an argument of nerd stuff. So oh, okay. I was like, wait, what relationships did you destroy? I'm, I was going to say, are you going to say like your own? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like, girl, I was dating and then they go like, Star Wars is dumb. And I was like, oh. Man, <laughs> that's where you're going to walk away. No. I'm like, oh, well, looks like uh, I can't date you anymore. I... No, I don't think I've destroyed. I've like left friendships. Oh yeah. Yeah, just by based off like nerdy stuff. Is it just me or does cake taste like butter? Yeah, like a lot of butter. It's like very moist. It's, like, be- it's it's moist, but I, I taste a lot of butter. Where'd like, you get it from? By Arta. Oh okay. I guess at the Mexican market. Oh. You might need to eat away from the mic because I can hear you chewing on it. Welcome Stop! To- this isn't an ASMR. No, this is a mukbang. Yeah, it's a mukbang. The mukbang, yeah. Yeah, man. All right, so let's get down to business. Yeah, that's how, that's how I'm going to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> let's get down to business. Mm-hmm. Renee, please present the case in front of us, mm-hmm. and you're going to be moderating us and making uh-huh. sure that we each have appropriate time to talk. Yes. About the movie. Mm-hmm. So basically, the case today is that is. Fast Nine lives up to its own like franchise. Is this a good movie? Does it live up to the hype? Yeah, does it live up to the hype? And is it a good sequel into the Fast and the Furious franchise? Was this a good sequel after Fast Eight and stuff like that? <laughs> Nick's already like, no, I know. But Brian will be presenting his case that Fast Nine is is just as good as any other Fast and the Furious movie. Because of how they are now. Nick, on the other hand, will present his case where this movie did not live up to past 
Fast and the Furious movies. This one was, I think you, you would agree that it's the worst one? Or yes. Okay. I stayed up until 5 o'clock in the morning last night. <laughs> Doing what? Were you writing something? No, I was rewatching. <laughs> did you rewatch it? I rewatched movies. Oh, movies, uh, I was like, you, did you, how torn did you rewatch it? Yeah, I, tur- you I turned it F9. Yeah, I, I turned back around and then I walked into the movie theater <laughs> and then I was like, you guys got a midnight screening. Let's do this. <laughs> But yeah, so that will be, and then I will be the one that oh I am God. on both sides of it. Sure, I liked it, sure but then, ready. but then there's certain things that I didn't agree with it. Okay. You know, so so who are you going to allow to talk first? Uh, well, in all fairness, it's always in in debate fashion. It's yeah. always defendant. Oh, you just want me to talk so you can basically come in and be like, well, let me tell you why you're wrong. No, that's that's. I already presented you the evidence I'm going to be using in defense in which are in debate fashion. That is how it goes. Unless you want the prosecution to set its case first, and then you rip my process, my case apart. That's fair. Which so one? You, so I'll I'll let you decide. Do you want to go first, or do you want Nick to go first? Well, I don't want Nick to be super mean. Otherwise, I'm going to be super demoralized right I'm off the bat. I'm not going to be mean. What makes you think I'm going to be mean? Because <laughs> it's you. What do you mean? You. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, fine. I'll go first. I'm coming for you, Brian. So, go so I'm going to start off by saying that your statement at the beginning, Renee, mm-hmm. where you said you know, that this movie is basically kind of like a copy of the other movies, right? How did you say that at the beginning? You said something that was what? like kind of off. Oh, maybe did I say like, does it live up to other Fast and the Furious? Movies? That it lives up to the other Fast and yeah, Furious. Yeah, does movies? it? Okay, does it go? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you have to write this? <laughs> I have to take notes for what? <laughs> for what you said. You're not gonna win. I have to rebuttal you, so that means I have to take. Yeah, notes. rebuttal with your mind. I'm a visual. Stop learner. being a coward. Don't I'm write. Vi- I'm a visual learner. So okay, a visual. Yeah, I have to see my oh, notes. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't agree with that statement. Okay. Okay? I think okay. that that's an unfair statement to okay. say. That, that it lives up to the rest of the Fast movies. Mm-hmm. Because for me, personally, every Fast... You can't compare every Fast movie to itself. Or to the other ones. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense. Yeah, no, I see, I see what you're going to go with it. Go for it. My main argument is going to be this. Mm-hmm. To simply state that this movie is crap is like looking at a piece of crap. And saying it's crap, mm-hmm. already knowing it's going to be crap. Mm. Okay. That's my statement. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to defend this movie and say that this is the best Fast and Furious movie out of all nine of them, or mm-hmm. all ten of them, excuse me. Yeah. All ten, right? I'm just going to say that I think that this movie did an okay job for what it has become. Okay. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are going to come into this movie with the expectations that it's going to be a Fast and Furious movie, and then completely forget that this franchise died out after Tokyo Drift. Mm -hmm. It wasn't meant to continue. Mm -hmm. We talked about this last night, right after the film, that there are different genres that this movie went into. Right. One, two, and three were all about street racing. Four was the rebirth. They tried to Jurassic Park that crap. They essentially said, we're going to try to bring it back to what it was originally, Mm -hmm. right? and it didn't work. Well, because in 4, originally, the franchise was dying. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nobody went to go see 4. 4 had, like, really low box office return. Mm -hmm. And then that's when they got, you know, the reboot king at the time. Justin Lin. 
No, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. With, oh, Justin, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It was, it was like the director. Because that was the advertising. Yeah. Where yeah. it was like, oh, the Rock's going to join the, yeah, the Fast Rocks, and Furious world. Yeah, uh-huh. Rock's joining the family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Justin Lin, I think, joined in in the, third, in the fourth one. Wasn't he directed the third one, and then they brought him back to do five and six. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But regardless of it, they tried a Jurassic Park number four. They okay. made five and six an action movie. No, five... Five, six, and seven were action movies, and then eight and nine are basically Universal's bootleg version of Mission Impossible. That's the way I see it, and that's why I'm saying you can't compare each movie with another one because they're all essentially different, Mm -hmm. you know? That's going to be my opening statement. Crap is crap, and to say it's crap, stating the obvious. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Renee, you want (laughs) to... What a statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's crap. That's what it is. Just why crap. My defendant crap. is Mega guilty crap. of being crap. My, my defendant is guilty of being crap. Here's my thing, though. I would like, I, I see it as that of crap's sake, of movies that are pretty dog, like pretty, pretty bad. Like they're dog food. It, it, you know, it's it, like there's nothing, there's nothing that's there that really I need or anything else, but it's something that is entertaining, you know, and that's the thing, though, is that because every single Fast and the Furious movie since four, uh, was it, since three going up till now, they've all had a through line. There's always been a story, a villain that they're trying to defeat all the way up to the ending. Mm -hmm. The villain's trying to accomplish something. And you go in, and then we go into it. Now, the way that we solve this has always changed. It's a heist. It's a Mission Impossible movie. It, you know, different stuff. It's street racing. However you do it. Mm-hmm. But the main problem with this movie is that it did not have that through that same through line. It was almost as if because of COVID. I'm and honestly, I'm giving it that benefit of the doubt that it was COVID that hurt this movie, not the fact that they just got lazy. Okay. Because this movie felt lazy to me. There was a lot of stuff that they just went, it's a Fast and the Furious movie. It's fine. It felt like Joel Schumacher directed this thing. Because at a certain point, I felt like somebody was saying, it's just a comic book or it's just Fast and the Furious. It doesn't need to make sense. And I'll give you the fact that Fast and the Furious, a lot of the times it doesn't make sense, but it's a hyper-realistic. <clears throat> they, they, they don't use all of physics or anything like that, yeah. but they, they just expand on it. This movie at a certain point just went, forget it. That's not what we're doing anymore. We're just going to give in to Twitter, and we're going to give the fans what they want. The fans want them to go to space. We're going to send them to space. Objection. Objection. Hey, first off. Fans <laughs> did not want to go to space. That is a lie. That that I'm objecting. No, why? Object? Yeah, thank you. Thank no, you for allowing me no. to speak, Judge. No, it's <laughs> hold not. On, hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said hold objection. Uh, you can't object in an opening argument. Uh, learn I the could, law. Now this this is nerd court. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't object during yours. That's true. You could have, but I, did you? No, because you you told me I couldn't. You okay. liar. Well, I never stated those okay, rules. On, also, on, I'm not the wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. Let good. Nick finish, and then you'll have your counter argument to what he has to say, Judge. Okay. He's harassing the prosecution. <laughs> Finish your statement. <laughs> Finish your statement, Nick. So Brian can talk. <laughs> Brian. Anyway. Oh, I was so rudely interrupted. I injected. Uh, no can't problem. Object. Okay, so anyway. 
That's besides the this point. This is what we told. This is what we warned you in the beginning. Guys. <laughs> Jesus, I'm trying to give you a civilized debate, and Brian's just coming at me like a like, like chimpanzee. Dom. <laughs> I'm like John coming after Jacob. Objection! What is he doing right now? He's coming at me with insults that like that aren't even a part of the case. So, <laughs> what the like like the, like Brian? Jacob's storyline didn't make sense. And the fact that it was just able to kind of wash over it, like every single villain that they've had so far inside mm-hmm. the Fast and the Furious saga has always been this thing of they're bad, but they're doing this for a reason. There's a specific reason why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then they have this like mild, not like an explosive redemption arc or anything else inside the movie, but there's something that shows you they're good people. And, you know, they deserve to be a member of the family. Jacob doesn't have that at no point whatsoever. And he is not an interesting character. Everybody else is an interesting character. He's not. There's nothing that's redeemable about him. He's just kind of a jerk. And he just kind of goes, yeah, I got betrayed. So I'll go love my brother now. And the entire movie is a bunch of scenes that are strapped together by the thinnest of plot lines and the thinnest of cuts. It's literally Dom's here, cut, now he's over here. The family is over here, now we cut and we go over here. It's a lot of cuts. There's no through line. There's no, oh, we go from point A to point B to point C. So it feels like the movie didn't, wasn't allowed to walk around in, in their scenery or do anything like that, and they needed to be enclosed to the people that were around them. And that could be COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. That very much could be COVID protocols. And because of that, it doesn't feel as large as like Abu Dhabi or anything like that. It doesn't feel as expansive as all the other movies are. And that's a shame. Not only that, but also I hate the fact that they went fourth wall breaking. Come on. Why do we need this? It's not a Deadpool movie. So before we jump into more uh, points of argument, Renee, do you want to give our uh, listeners a quick, uh, a quick, a quick, quick, a quick, a quick, a quick, you were talking about me, (laughs) a quick, brief, because I want to say a quick and brief. Quick brief summary mm-hmm. of what Fast Nine is, and if you guys, you yeah, know, so it's going to be obviously spoilers. Yes, it's going to be. I mean, there's not much to spoil about this. It's too absurd That's to spoil true. it to spoil That's it at this true. point. So, all right, Renee, go for it. Go so, ahead, Judge. <laughs> so basically, the premise of Fast Nine is that we are left off where basically Dom is now living his life with his new child, Brian, along with Letty, on a farm. But four years later. Four years later. That's right. There, it's time has passed, obviously, and Dom has been living, I guess, in, I guess, isolation. You would say, <laughs> like, I don't know. He's like living far off on the run because yeah. they're still hiding from Cipher. Oh, that's right, because Cipher's looking so for Donald. the sun. So you go on a farm, I guess. So. Can you let the judge speak, please? Hawkeye did it. Whatever. <laughs> and, judge, continue, please. <laughs> and um, basically. They get told that you know we have to. They have to go back into their black ops mission because something has happened to Mister Nobody or Nobody or something, mm-hmm. and uh, brings in. And then next thing you know, um, 
Dom's brother is in the mix of it. You know, we find out that he's been living his own life in the crime world and stuff like that. Uh, Cypher makes an appearance because Jacob, I guess, breaks her out, wanting to know her knowledge about a certain weapon that's good that the government's been trying to hide for years. And oh no, that's like if you try to explain this movie, it's weird because like that's pretty much it. Basically, yeah. I mean, there's really nothing much to explain besides the fact that it's um, they get brought back into the espionage world. Yeah, because Mister Nobody's plane crashes down. Cipher gets released, who was the main villain in Fast Seven. Yeah, uh, the person that released her was Jacob, Dom's brother. Mm-hmm. Fast we get eight. a Fast Eight. Mm-hmm. We get a whole oh Fast Eight. Excuse, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a whole backstory between Dom and Jacob. Yes. Where, oh yeah, we're getting so that was something that wasn't really sh- so. I so what I did was is that today as I looked back at most of the trailers from the past Fast and the Furious movies. They never showed that, that there was going to be flashbacks. Yeah, they never showed there was going to be flashbacks, but they also alluded the fact that Jacob was working with Cypher as opposed to him mm-hmm. just using Cypher. Uh-huh. So, which is weird because I don't know why they went that direction. It was just, it felt really off. I know what you mean. Yeah. Because what it sounded like is it sounded like Cypher went after Jacob yeah. to mess with Toretto. Dom. Yes. Yeah. In the trailer, that's what it specifically That's what it indicates. And that's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what was kind of cool to me, too, because mm-hmm. Cypher had a new plan to yes. mess with the group. And this time she hires mm-hmm. Dom's brother. Yeah. She pulls Dom's brother in from wherever he is, mm-hmm. and he's just there to be the monkey inside of Dom and uh, the gang's you know plans. And I felt like that would have been a better use of Jacob. Yeah. Okay. Because in here, Jacob is the villain. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it just it felt really weird that John Cena was the main boss in here. Yeah, it, um, didn't, it didn't feel like. But the thing is that he, was he the main boss though? Yes and no. That's the thing. He was and he wasn't because the he he is the ultimate strong guy. Yeah. In the in the movie, mm-hmm. and usually when you have that, you have this sub ultimate battle. Mm-hmm. We don't have that in this movie. No, there wasn't. We do and we don't, but I think it's because there's two. Well, yeah, don't don't shake your head. I'm not saying. No, don't. don't excuse finish. me. Hey, the defendant's hey, talking. Don't let his shaking his head distract I didn't, you. Okay, fine. I didn't, Can I get my point across, yeah, Judge? No one was stopping you. Yes, I, he was you, stopping me with his head shakes. Okay, but you stopped yourself because he shaked his head. Well, because it distracted me <laughs> from my point. Yeah. I'm okay. just saying. I never said a word. I was letting you finish. Go ahead, bro. Shakes said, "Like no, 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 whatever. All right, fine. You know what? This is like I'm actually gonna try. I'm gonna try as hard as I did mm-hmm. when I tried to defend Fast Three. Okay, okay. Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is there. nine because three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there is nine. It's not ten. Mm-mm. Wait, why did you think it was ten? Because I thought that they didn't count Fast in, or Tokyo Drift as three. Yeah, they still counted that. Yeah, as three. so it's yeah. nine. Okay, so it's nine films, not ten. Okay, that was my bad. Um, point being, are we counting Hobbs and Shaw? No, that's no, a yeah. that's a yeah. spinoff, <laughs> which isn't even technically connected to the Fast and Furious no. universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. No, it is. In quotes, it is and it isn't. They yeah. they like said that it isn't. It's production yeah. wise that it's not connected. Shaw, which one? Shaw shows up at the end of this movie. He's in it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Go honestly ahead. thought that that was gonna be The Rock. At the very end. I thought so too. I would have been loved that. The yeah. connection yeah. that I see where you guys were kind of basically talking about, mm-hmm. like, oh, there's this like big fight at the end, right? Mm-hmm. I think that we were confused as the audience to think that the big fight was going to be with a big boss, like the espionage villain that they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And that, I think the whole point of that fight was kind of lost in translation mm-hmm. because of the bad storytelling. The big fight 
was not espionage, mm-hmm. but it was family problems that have existed when these guys were kids in mm-hmm. their teenage years. You know, because, again, the story goes on where we kind of, you know, try to figure out what the whole point of Jacob is in this entire movie. Is he bad? Is he working with Cypher? All this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the background is the story of how Dom basically came into the life of why he was involved in street racing and all that other stuff as a kid. We get the mention of the guy that he beat half to death with a wrench. Yes. That we did see. It did seem like. I thought they were going to go the route was like Jacob was the one that did it and Dom took the blame. Dom took it. That would yeah. be interesting. That would have been actually really interesting. But no, they actually made it so that Dom yeah. was the one that to do it. You, you know what? But I feel like the way that they set up one, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Because there is, there's there's a lot of dialogue in there about Not him. one. They mentioned it in two, isn't it? Oh, no, one. one. No, they one. mentioned yeah. it in one, yeah. all in one of like he has a uh, an assault charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a it was a um, attempted murder. Mm-hmm. It was an attempted murder charge. Attempted murder, yeah. Manslaughter. Uh, oh, oh no, it was aggravated assault. Oh, okay. That's what it was. And then, but then you also have that emotional moment where Dom talks to Brian and says, "The guy was just standing there and he was trying to explain to me what happened, and I didn't want to hear it, and I just." started hitting him yeah he explains it to brian in the first one so you can't have that storyline of him mm-hmm. going like oh well actually jacob did it mm-hmm. and everything else and now they wrote himself story. into a corner yeah, that's the thing. dom yeah. has to do it now so was jake so was there always a mention that dom had a brother no or was this just no. a thing that they we revealed? only knew the yeah. two of them but uh-huh. then this movie again with the tail end of the backstory mm-hmm. We understand why there wasn't a mention mm-hmm. because as it goes on and again fast the fast saga is infamous for the twist on the twist on the twist he got, yeah he, he was disowned yeah he was uh, disowned okay. because jacob supposedly killed his dad exactly yeah. well, not killed his dad but he helped kill his dad yes um and so finding that out in prison because of some of the two people that we see there yeah i loved how they keep so what's funny is that they never, ever since Fast Five, they don't bring those characters back. Which one? Those two. Um, they did the, in Fast the, Eight. They did. With who? Uh, the two friends that are always bickering in Spanish. And Dom's. They don't cook crew. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you always kind of wondered inside of, because I think you see him in Fast Four? You see him in Fast Eight. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're introduced in Fast Five. You're trying to figure out how they are related to the family. Mm-hmm. No, they're. I think no. Wait, no, they were in there. They're in. No, they they were in four too because they were in the beginning sequence along with Han. We need a corkboard. We no. This <laughs> is actually like yeah. a whiteboard a, moment yeah. where yeah, we need to, like, like to put up like Fast Five these characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> this this and this. Not to sidetrack so much. Essentially, yeah. the back. Uh, they Dom finds out that this attempted or you know assistance and murder yeah. of the dad right. was figured out because these two guys that we've met before, mm-hmm. the ones that speak Spanish in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically explained oh if there's like a hairline fracture and like a gas pipe it could lead to an explosion yeah. or something like that and that kind of gave him the idea mm-hmm. basically just um, turns into a fireball exactly mm-hmm. and so he meets up with jacob and you know after he gets released yeah. and says if i race you and i win you have to drive and never stop basically mm-hmm. a disown a disownership right yes and what was cool was we got to see the younger versions of the cast which i did I like, like that. that i like that and yeah. i'm thinking in my head i'm like is this their way of trying to do like oh if we do a prequel That'd be dope. This will be the cast. Honestly, you know what I would have... I, I actually would have really appreciated all of this uh-huh. as a miniseries. Oh, I see what you mean. Because they did that for Fast and the Furious 2. They could do it. But mm-hmm. they did that for Fast and the Furious 2. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's the it's Brian's, it's Brian's drive from 
LA, LA to Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah, it's how he got there. Mm-hmm. How do I get from LA to Florida? Because essentially, this movie is, I think, and I think you've said it or we said it too. After we saw the movie, it's a setup. It this is a setup. A, it's, it's an Avengers setup. Is. This is basically how you know, fast, 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 and furious was. It was yeah. a setup to Fast Five, essentially. Yeah. And then now this one, it seems like they kind of like ran out of ideas after Fast Eight, and they're like, okay, well, we want to bring in all these characters back. How do we do it? Let's do Fast Nine and just bring in Han. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll explain that away. Who who wants to who like so who's dumb. like who's gonna be part of it? John Cena. All right, we'll write John Cena in. We'll do it this way, and that's how it's gonna here, be in here, the next but movie. Here, but here's the problem, though, is that by like I dig Han. I love Han. Mm-hmm. Wait, are we getting into the Han part? Because we haven't even finished pretty much talking about like how the rest of the movie went. Okay, yeah, we won't. We won't get into Han yet. No, yeah, because Han is a separate Han, thing. Yeah. Han is Judge, an argument. Maintain yeah. the order, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maintain okay. the order. Okay, hold on, hold on. From there. Their major plan is to take over basically all technology in the world. Using with, project areas. With pre- Ares. 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 Yes. Not Ares. 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 God of War. Ares. So anyway, the... Which also, why would you invent this? That's another thing, Who too. invented this? There's some stuff that like that happens in movies like this where it's like, why would you build that? <laughs> like, like, who, no, no, who built it? Yeah, that's the question that I have is like, who built this and who okayed it? Yeah. And even though we get who made it we did we got a who built it yeah but like like, why like why and for who is it for i would imagine it's for the japanese government but then why but it still affects the whole planet yeah but that but that's what i'm saying i think it's for the japanese because because han says that the that the creators of it Mm -hmm. were they were in japan yeah tokyo oh yeah yeah so point being i imagine it was for the japanese government but also they're never mentioned because we can't mention that the japanese government might have done something you can't do that yeah or else we'd lose like any any sort of any partnership partnership in in japan Mm -hmm. so uh or china so uh we'll just kind of imply that they made it (laughs) point being (laughs) i think the big fight was amongst family because we get that whole like you know revival of like okay jacob is trying to have his his moment his like turnaround moment he's not going to be evil anymore yeah and that kind of ended up being the end fight because the villain wasn't technically a villain even though jacob technically was just Mm -hmm. a hand Mm -hmm. it was a rich spoiled brat that ended up running everything the thing is is that they did that already with a character with shaw where with Jason Statham shot, where he was like mm. the villain, but then he had a redemption, like not a redemption, but like he became part oh. of the team. That's what you mean. Yes, okay, sure, but not. But in really. this one, they didn't do it well. See, they just basically did it in one film. Here's here's the thing though. For John Cena's character, I feel like those moments where they were finally that was the thing though is i felt like every single scene with john cena and the and uh vince and vin diesel were always so i didn't say vince vaughn i was Vaughn. about to say vince vaughn i don't know why <laughs> yo it's uh, <laughs> it a right so funny <laughs> are we talking are we done talking about the story by the way yeah so okay. i i think so too because the, the story is basically a fragment is it's it's barely there sure hold on is i didn't say anything what do you mean hold on I, what am I, I holding on to no 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 hold on hold on so before we move on, before we move on, I want to ask you a question. Oh God! Do you believe that there is an actual story to this movie? Beginning, middle, and end. Solid beginning, middle, end. No. Okay. But okay. there hasn't been one in yes, a while. Yes, there has. No. 
I would what say, are you okay, about? I would argue that that whole thing ended maybe in Furious 7. Like, there was a beginning, middle, and at least with what Furious 7. But I don't feel like it was in Furious 8. Yeah, it was. No. Yes, there was. No. Hold yeah, on. it was. Hold on. Okay, so. Beginning of the movie. Okay. Everybody is. the prosecution talk first. I see. All right. Okay. Hold, right on, hold on, hold on, Because I'm trying. What to am I holding this. on to, Nick? Because you keep on saying you keep on trying. Calm to Calm down to first, Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Relax. I'm just trying to we're, prove a point. This is we're all friends here. Yeah, we are friends. You need to calm down before I put you outside. I'm I'm gonna be calm. Go ahead and get your point. <laughs> Go ahead. You. Tell 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 the people why you're wrong. Thank you. <laughs> so the reason why I'm right is that. Fast 8 does have a beginning, though. Beginning of Fast 8 is after 7. They've already captured Shaw. Okay. They've already, which are, they've now moved on, and they're all trying to live their peaceful lives. Mm-hmm. Dom is in Cuba. Uh, Brian and everybody else are living their lives. You know, everybody has their money. They're, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. The be- and that's the beginning of the movie. The beginning of the movie is tranquility. Then it leads to... Cypher showing up and throwing a monkey wrench into what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then there's the call to action. That mm-hmm. and that and the call to action is Dom. Uh, I think Dom doing the what was it? He committed some form of crime, where people were. I think he broke into the DHO or, yeah, he broke into Hobbs's like. Well, then no, because Hobbs gets arrested. How? Where? Where does? When does Hobbs, Hobbs get arrested? Hobbs. Does get arrested inside of eight. Can we put a time limit on the prosecution? Otherwise, <laughs> it's going to take 10 minutes. It's not my fault that it's confusing as well, okay? You leave me alone. There's like nine You're trying things. to make a point out of a story that doesn't exist. Hold on. But yes, it does. What though. am I holding on to, Nick? Why does that Why <laughs> does that bother you because so much? Like, hold on. I'm like, what am I holding on to? Hold Wait. Just wait before you freak out. My God. I'm just trying to get a you point a, across. You have a camera on you now. Yes. <laughs> I, and I'm perfectly the, fine with people seeing the way I'm acting. How ridiculous! Because you're taking 10 freaking minutes to discuss a story that doesn't exist. But the story does exist. No, it doesn't. Yes, it is. There's, my a begin- point? there's a beginning, middle, and end to that movie. There's a call to action. They figure out what's going right, on. Dan they find Harmon. Out, they find Thank out you for telling me that there's that. a story. Then, which God are, damn. Then... <laughs> I feel like you're getting angry. For I no am reason. getting angry <laughs> for no reason, and you need to like just relax. No more caffeine for you. <laughs> I need to finish this can. Take, take the take the, the can away from you because Sonic is making you run fast. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta calm down. Right. Look, man, they keep saying quarter mile. You're taking like a two mile drive. <laughs> All right, relax. All right, knuckles. go on like 10 miles an hour. Relax, Knuckles. You need to calm Your down. Your family right? driving. Yeah. <laughs> Your granny shift. But there, but, but, there is, but there is a story there. No. There is... Okay. Okay. Uh, Why is there not a story? Okay, okay. Go ahead. Prove to me that there's not a story. Because the story doesn't exist when they haven't officially wrapped up the ending that they want to get to. This movie showcased that. There is one scene, there's one line that Letty says that completely threw me. Like, it threw me off because Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's the ending that we should have gotten. The ending we should have gotten was the ending that Fast 7 gave us. Was it Fast 7? No. Which one? It was Fast 6. Where Brian's gone, right? No, no, not where Brian's gone. Fast 6. When they go back to their original house. Okay. That is the that is the ending that That is the ending yes. that should have wrapped up the entire series. Mm-hmm. Because Fast and Furious 
was the series about street racing. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was originally that. That is what got people to watch the mm -hmm. first one, why it got the sequel, and then it kind of slowly started to fade out because it lost interest. In order for it to keep going and be successful, of course, it needed a rebrand, which is why we got those action movies in 5, 6, and 7. Mm -hmm. right. right? So I don't consider the story to be done until we get them back to that house. Letty's line in this one was when he saves or when she saves Dom from mm -hmm. drowning, mm -hmm. she asks him, do you miss it? Mm -hmm. Wow, that music out That's there is pretty loud. really loud, yeah. I'm going to close the door. Close the door and just put, uh, pull, turn the little lock thing on top of it so it stays closed. There you go. There you go. It's still loud. They're bumping it over there across the street. Jeez, man. Uptown's having a party today. It's Friday, right? All right, so we're just going to have to talk over it. Whatever. It's fine. Brian's been loud enough. So that's good. So the line that Letty tells Dom is Do you miss it? Miss what? The old days. That's what it's trying to get back to. The job rule days. Yes. Uh, the, uh, days of, uh, the days of street no racing. More. The but days I, of just simplicity. But not I, this whole espionage spy stuff. Yeah. I'm not done talking, Nick. That's true. That's objection. No, that's not an objection. You don't get to... You don't get to... <laughs> that was an opening statement. Now you're just making a statement. I okay, what's your this. objection? Okay. The objection is that it that is the end of the series, not the end of a movie. Objection to your objection... There is no ending to the stories on any of the movies. But there is. No, because even Fast 7 ended in kind of like, you know, it ended the way it did because of an unfortunate event. Because of Paul Walker's yeah. death. It didn't want to end that way, but they wrapped it up that way because of his death. Mm -hmm. None of these stories make sense. That's why I'm saying, that's why my opening statement, you look at crap and say it's crap, obviously. Duh. What are mm -hmm. you trying to say? What are you trying to prove? There's no point. You should be going into these fast movies to see how absurd they are. I'm not saying that this is one of the best movies out there. And here's the thing. I'm going to say it out loud right now. If you are defending this movie and saying that it's actually good. Like, like Casablanca good. Yeah, like you need to relax. <laughs> like you need to chill for one second and think about exactly what makes a good film. Yeah. Because I agree with you, Nick. I'm not disagreeing. I'm I'm agreeing with you in the sense that the structure does not exist in this movie. The first but, 25 minutes of this podcast refers to different, but yeah, okay. No, because <laughs> I, okay, but I'm trying to get my point across. Okay. Now I'm building my actual like my actual argument here. Okay. Okay. You came at me attacking me. I, I, you, I'm just you, trying to you, defend you, myself. I'm just saying. All right? I'm just saying. If this, I'm this just saying. I, I, in, in, this, in this instant, I'm Poland and you're Germany at this point. Why? I came in being like, oh, we could yeah, all be friends. Yeah, and then so you just. Hostile. And then you just went like, no, you're mine. And, then, and you I went speak like. Speak with oh. spoken to. <laughs> like. <laughs> That is like the best way you could have described that argument. It's kind of true. And I Let me tell you why you're wrong. Nine! Nine! <laughs> All right, so wait, have you even written anything down on your napkin? Yeah, he has. He's got some little stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> I have notes. All right, well, point being is that the story here is never structured. Even though you want to say, like, again... If you want to say, well, that has some story, yes. Mm -hmm. Some of the movies do have some sort of structured mm -hmm. story that goes with it. Yeah. 
But I'm not going into the Fast movies to care about the story. Mm -hmm. It's absurd. These movies literally revolve around family. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Here's the thing that blows my mind. If you, if your argument last night was, well, Fast 8 had a good story and at least it was structured and connected, it pulled me away at so many points that I was like, okay, how stupid could this be? Literally, the only reason why they find Cypher's plane mm -hmm. is because his cheap necklace, which they said was a cheap necklace mm -hmm. in Fast 5, mm -hmm. had a tracking device. Mm -hmm. Why the hell would Dom have a tracking device all That's of a freaking true. sudden? Mm -hmm. He, on the cross. Because he, he, he altered his cross. For what purpose? To put a tracker in it. Why? <laughs> so that way his friends could find him. At oh. what point? His family. No, the, his family. His family. I'm sorry. His family. At in what the point? the very beginning of the movie. Why? Because he knew that he needed to big brain it. That was never implied. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. You because every decision. Oh, buddy, <laughs> listen to me. The entire time in Fast 8, he literally was like, was that really necessary? Did you really need to do that? Every decision he made was basically a gut instinct. It wasn't even like something thought out of. And it was his gut instinct. Here's he put the, a tracker in the cross. Yeah, he put a tracker no, in the cross. But it doesn't. You're trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. Why does it Again, not make sense then? Because they're, okay, another thing in Fast 8, okay, when they blow into Mr. Nobody's base and the agency's base, okay. right? And he sees Letty on the floor. Mm -hmm. What does Cypher freaking do with Dom? She kisses him. Yes. If that was even remotely a part of his plan, okay, why is it that in the next scene he questions her and says, was that really necessary? Mm -hmm. Does it freaking matter? If your issue is that you're trying to save your son and the woman that what, you basically like were with because you assume that your wife Vin, passed away. What Vin Diesel is saying in that moment is we had already won. We had already gotten what we needed. You didn't need to taunt them. That wasn't necessary. Didn't need to throw salt in we the wound. Didn't need to throw salt in the wound. Yeah. We had already nothing won. was planned. Everything was planned. Nothing. <laughs> oh my God! You're leading on assumptions. No, dude. I'm not. No, I'm not. Because in the entire movie, it's Dom figuring out his way of trying to double cross Cipher by doing low tech ways, like putting a track, like soldering a tracker inside of his, inside of his necklace and putting it in uh, next to uh, his son's cage. That is a Thing. He literally puts it on the cage so that way he can always find the that way they can always find the ship. Secondly, he then also figures out how to put a dead switch uh, a dead switch inside of his car so that way he can make a deal with the Shaws to go save his son. Yes, because he knew that his that they were the only ones to help them, that could help him out. Yes. Okay. He also did plenty yes. of things so that way he couldn't hurt the family. Everything was just too perfect that it just doesn't feel believable. Again, you're saying that the story structured was at least existent there. It doesn't. Why does it not why does it work in Fast 9 the way it does? Again, you might not like this, but you you even said this yourself yesterday. This movie felt like it was a studio directed movie not a justin lin directed movie mm -hmm. it's true right so the way i see it and again justin lin if he ever hears this i think he's smarter than what most people think he is the guy directed star trek beyond mm -hmm. which was the best of the three right it's he knows how I to make a good it, action yeah. movie mm -hmm. it's debatable but yeah shut up we're not talking about that right now 
talking about the fast not on movie. the subject. <laughs> not on the subject. Don't make you, me mad again. You brought up Star Trek Beyond. Just, I'm just the, saying. Okay. We are hitting. Judge, can you get this or, man, time stamp right now? We are hitting 57 minutes. Oh, yeah, but okay. take away 10 because Plus. of the whole spill. Oh, yeah. So we're like at 47. Okay. We're fine. Okay. Was it 10 minutes? Yeah, that's something, yeah, it was like was a 10 it? minute spell. I it was like five. <laughs> no, it was a while. It, it, it took us a little bit to, okay. yeah. to fix the spell. Justin Lin's smarter. Mm-hmm. He's a smart director. He's a smart man. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is that the fourth wall break was there to remind us that this movie is absurd. You might not like it, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's to save his ass for when he needs to direct Fast 10 if he sticks with it. Mm-hmm. Okay? The, the fourth wall break that we talk about is that line... They mentioned it several times, but the major one is when Roman is talking to Tej and uh, Ramses, and yeah. he says like, he's "Look discussing at- plot armor." Mm-hmm. Yes, he's basically saying like, "You know, you've been on so many missions, and he mentions mm-hmm. all the missions that they've done." And he says, "And never once do I have something to show for it. I don't mm-hmm. have a scar. I don't mm-hmm. have a cut. I have nothing." Mm-hmm. And they joke about it and basically say like, "I'm invincible," kind of thing. It's like he's a superhero, right? Mm-hmm. That's the fourth wall break. And it's a reminder of the fact that this is an absurd movie. There is no way in heck that the amount of things that happen to them make them capable of surviving what's going on. And if you're saying, but it only happened in Fast 9, what about Fast 8? Because the same thing happens to Roman in Fast 8. No. The snowmobile sequence. Which snowmobile sequence? Are you freaking kidding me? When they're at the end and they're on the ice? Yes. And then, uh, was it Roman's on the Lamborghini or driving the Lamborghini on the ice, right? And then you said it was... So, uh, basically, the Lambo goes into yeah. the water. But he has the car, the the, and the door, the car door. I think it's Tej or it might be Dwayne's mm-hmm. character, Hob, pulls him out mm-hmm. by telling him to hold on to the door. Yes. So, he's like literally skiing on ice on a Lambo door. Yeah. Yes. He gets detached, spins out as five snowmobiles are headed his way. What does he do with the Lambo door? <laughs> He Captain America's yeah. that Lambo door hits one of them. Those let me tell you something, okay? This is how absurd, and this is why I'm telling you. This <laughs> see now Nick's laughing because he's realizing that what you're. This like, is how absurd. No, because I hadn't I hadn't I, seen eight in a yeah, while, yeah. and I was like, I kind of forgot. I yeah, forgot. gentlemen, I present to you I the closing it. statement now. No, 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 <laughs> no. I, you, okay, no, so we gotta talk about whoever picked First up off, a car you were, door. You were you were you were right about a scene in a movie. You, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still right. That doesn't mean that doesn't, Have mean, I, that doesn't okay, mean you were right about Nick, your argument. Answer the question, okay? As the First, prosecution. First of all, finish. Judge with all due respect. Can you? I'm getting there. Can you finish your point? Yes. Have you ever picked up a car door? Yes. That thing those things are heavy. So how the heck is he picking up a car door mm-hmm. and still managing to crouch down to block literally gunfire? Have you seen Tyrese? He's built. He's strong. You can't do that realistically. <laughs> then he manages to get up and swing voice. the car door at one of the people. Mm-hmm. Picks up the gun. Tell me, how is it possible mm-hmm. that trained military personnel oh, yeah. cannot shoot one person? Stormtroopers. They got trained by stormtroopers. Easily. And he manages to shoot every person mm-hmm. on the snowmobile with a handgun mm-hmm. and not miss a single shot. He did the same thing with an AK in this movie. Mm-hmm. So why do like, you have a problem here but like not over there? And AKs pointed at him. Hold too. on, hold on, hold on. If you go with, uh, let's just say, if you go with the weirdness or like the mis- or like these weird mistakes or anything like that or these like over the top moments, this movie heavily leans into those odd moments. Because inside of in eight, yes, I will give you there are those extraordinary, those hyper realistic. Uh, what was it? This like, uh, like we live in this like hyper realistic world. 
And you're right. There are some scenes where in eight it doesn't it doesn't really work. But the problem is, is that when you have ninety percent of the movie, like in nine, be like that. You can have scenes that that's fine in, but you can't have an entire movie where we're just like screw it all, and it's going to be hyper. And we're just going to have these things of they can survive anything, and it does not matter. That's true because in Fast Nine we were talking about it. Where on the way home last night, where it's like, remember we talked about how Dom and Jacob are fighting, and then Jacob picks up Dom and his head literally hits the top of the door wall, <laughs> and, and Dom's like, "Oh man, oh that was uh, yeah, but sh- 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 like sh- like walk it off." And then there was also that henchman. <laughs> they were on the top of a car. A metal sign goes through, and, he and still he's just standing stand there, like, oh. "Yeah, okay, there, yeah. again." There, they there did are, that in there, Fast Seven. No, 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 no. But they did that in Fast Seven. But at a certain point, here's the thing, though: you have like one or two of them, mm-hmm. maybe even three. It's I have okay because they're spread. Hold on. At a certain point, <laughs> this turned. <laughs> That's Brian's this, trigger. <laughs> this turned at a certain point. Fast Nine turned into a Looney Tunes cartoon. That's fine. That's not okay for you. No, it's not okay in general because the thing is is that you're taking away everything that made Fast and the Furious. Because there has to be That was some... already gone by three. No, it's not. Or after three. It's not, though. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes. You still have the whole idea of the family. You still have the entire idea of what's going on. Like I said, it's a hyper-realistic. It's not an entire... It's not the Looney Tunes. It's not like, oh, yeah, I can drive through the sun and come out the other way with scorch marks. That's not how these things work. Yeah. The the entire thing of Fast and the Furious is that there was some piece of danger that was going into it. There was a reason why they were afraid of going into these situations because mm-hmm. there was a moment of death. There is a moment of danger. In this movie, it feels like they just went, forget it. There is no danger. These people are invincible. And he, And they literally just told you that. Saying, don't worry about any of these characters. They'll all survive by the end of it. They even pulled a middle finger to you by blowing up Tej's, by blowing up Roman's car, flipping it on top of him. He then gets up. (laughs) He's like walking walking around. And then Tej says, how are you alive? And he goes, I love that. Uh, and then gets in the car. That was perfect. So stupid. Yeah. He might as well have picked up the car and have been flat. And then and blew himself space back jam up, status. Space jam status. And then walked it off. Cause then at least that point I would have been like, well, that's the movie we're in. Yes. That's the movie I, we're but in. That, that's but that's the okay. fact that these you are keep personal on, problems you have. No, Nick. it's not. That yes, is it a, is. That is a real problem because that means that it that is a is a reason why it is. Tell a me bad where the next the direction from the, the absurdity of it's going fast to space. Eight. It's going to space. It already went to space. No, it's gonna it's gonna go to space. We're gonna go to Mars. It's going to take place in space. There's gonna be a reason for them to be in space. Mars. I don't know why. Fast ten is Mars. Drifting on the moon. I don't know. Drift Heck on, yeah. Drift on the moon. I don't know. Maybe actually use the Tokyo Drift characters. I don't know. Oh, let's talk about those well, Tokyo. But. But here's, here, but <laughs> oh, it's just like I don't know. I was do you so want to do closing statements now? <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like we're just I mean, gonna we go. Still, and, I mean, we still got about like a good like. We got a half hour. We got a half hour, we we got a half hour to forty-five minutes. And you guys didn't like Loki yeah. anyway, so it's fine. 
I'm, I'm just gonna say like there's Loki, not much to talk about. Loki. This is a 15 minute conversation for Loki, so we can probably we can close we can, out. We, with can, Loki. we can combine them for tomorrow for next next week. No, we can do it. We can do it. I want to talk about it because what you really well, the, the savior of predictions over here is probably gonna be right somewhere. So we need to give right him the spotlight. Some <laughs> I was right in some places. Yeah, but you're wrong here. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Like he, you understand that it's okay, victory, You only talk okay. about your victories okay. when they matter, but you're too scared so, to talk about this one. The last two things because it's not then, a victory. Okay, so we can agree that. So at least over. with the first argument that we had, we you guys can both agree there is no story in this film. There isn't there is a no, story. There, there isn't is no a story. story. Okay. Okay. But not Renee, a proper one per se. Hold on, okay. But Renee, if we were like, let's say that we're can you call him Judge Renee, please. Have some respect, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> Your Honor, who would who would you say, seeing as we have technically three points, who would get this point? Why are you? I'm not done. You're closing out this argument already for the, for the for the the no story? story. Yes, the story argument. Seeing as you know, we're running out of time. We both agree that there is no yeah. proper story. Okay, but you hold on. But my argument was that there was a proper story inside of the other ones. Your agreement, your argument is that there is pro- that there is no proper story in any of them. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. Who proved their point? Hmm. Oh God. Can I, I just can I just okay. add on to All the right. fact? If you want to, Your Honor. Go ahead. Your, your Honor, can I add one more Excuse point me? to my argument? Shut up! I'm trying to say <laughs> something here. I'll let it slide. Go ahead. Okay. So, your Highness. <laughs> <laughs> so. You said this yourself yesterday. Yeah. How much further can this franchise go? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It felt like Fast 9 mm-hmm. was it. Like Fast 8 was as absurd it was as yeah. it was going to go. Because for me, I said it like I was I'm basically waiting until they go into space. So essentially what they did, mm-hmm. what I believe they did to make this story happen, not mm-hmm. work, happen for Fast 9, mm-hmm. it's like they drew a thermostat on the wall. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Fast 8 was like 100 mm-hmm. percent. What Justin Lin did is he grabbed a piece of cardboard and then taped it on the back. By doing that, he's breaking the fourth wall and saying, this is going to be an absurd franchise. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep making weird stuff happen. Mm-hmm. You guys just have to buckle in and enjoy the ride. Okay. So he added the 110, 115 percentile marker to allow that to happen in Fast 10. Because how much more crazy can Fast 10 be? But that's not the argument right now, sir. If we want to stay on topic, Your Honor, mm-hmm. if you will allow me. Yes. The topic that, that we're talking about right now is whether or not there is a story in either one. Is there a story inside this movie? You've already said no. Yes. My point is that there was story beforehand. And you can easily see that in the growth of the characters. And you can also see that in the growth of where they've been and where they've come from. Ones that make sense. Hold on. All right, Your Honor, what's your decision? (laughs) But what I'm saying is that there is a story that has to go with there. There is growth in these characters. These characters haven't been the same thing since one. They are different people. From then, that is growth, mm-hmm. that is building a story, and that is building a world. They've done that. Speaking of character development, yeah, there was a video that Andy showed me today. It's one of the YouTubers she follows. I forget his name, but he's he's annoying. I forget his name. <laughs> PewDiePie? No. Um, he, he reviewed Fast 9, and he said something that was kind of like... Jeremy Jones? 
Chris was, Tuckman? Jeremy Johns? I think that's him. The guy where he has like dark hair, right? He, he has, has like dark a hair red, with a red, red background? background? Yes, that's okay, him. That's Jeremy, Jeremy Johns. Johns. Okay, so he said... I watched Chris Tuckman's review, but go ahead. He Stuckman's said... Snooty sometimes. Yeah. That this movie's plot progression was all based on assumption. That all the characters acted upon something mm-hmm. because they assumed that they were correct. Right. And he had a big problem with Vin Diesel's character, mm-hmm. Dom. Mm-hmm. That he assumed that he was in the right. Yeah. Yes. I, and he said he didn't like that. And I said, well, we have to look at how his character has been throughout the entire franchise. Dom as a character has always been that person that's like, he's got his buddy and his buddy wants to do something. Mm -hmm. That's not the correct action. Dom steps in and says, you need to chill out. Then Dom steps in again and does the same action because he thinks he's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Dom has always had that character development where he thinks that every action that he does is the correct one because he feels like he needs to do it, mm-hmm. right? This plot progression or this character development for Dom is the first time we see one of his assumptions come back to him in a bad way. He assumed his brother was doing something bad and didn't give him the benefit of the doubt or even listen to him. Mm-hmm. To try to because if Dom would have just listened to his brother mm-hmm. and understood that the reason I had to, you know, make dad lose was because dad had to keep making or fixing your stupid mm-hmm. mistakes, Fast Nine would have never been a thing. What but that's the that's another reason why Fast Nine's terrible. Because the fact that Vin Diesel does learn that. He does pick up the idea of if I listen to their point of view. Maybe I'll understand where they were coming in from. In what movie? Five, six, when he's talking to Brian. No. When he's talking to Brian and he's trying he to He never under- truly learns it. He does, because that's the entire reason why he forgives Brian. He keeps making those same... Even in Fast 8, he begins the thing. He literally does the same thing he does in every movie. What I think it's like his cousin or something like that. I can't like... Huh? In which movie? In Fast 8, the beginning. Uh The race in Cuba. Okay. Okay. Yeah, literally the reason they race is because he chooses to race in place of his cousin or whatever, his nephew. It's his cousin. His cousin. His Cuban cousin. But but that's He chooses to race. He says, don't make promises that you can't keep or whatever. Don't make deals that you can't keep. He he says says that a Toretto always sticks to his word. Exactly. And if you said that you were going to do this, then that means that you're going to do this. I'm going to race for you. And if I win, then I can. Then we can get he you out. Always of this. steps in to make the actions or do the actions that someone there, else wants to do. But he's it. always there to try and fix things. That's that's his. And that, this is the first time that's that his he, character development. Is that Dom used to just do things to do things. Yes, he used to just say, "What is the easiest path?" That's why he used and, to boost radios. That's why he used to do all these street racing. That's that was his main thing. And Fast Nine has that consequence finally catch up to him. But that's why that works. But here's the thing, though, is that later on it does have that moment where Toretto gets past his own ego, and he does communicate with Brian. He does communicate with. Are you talking uh, about seven or eight? I'm talking about five. Okay. In five, oh yeah, that's right. Because he, yeah, he did. And was in Fast and Furious, um, Dom was not. He he didn't forgive Brian at the time. Yet. He didn't forgive Brian at the time. Yeah. It wasn't until five mm-hmm. 
when they're on the run and they're in Brazil mm-hmm. and they're all arguing and everything like that, that they re- that they're they're still arguing. And the only reason that Dom actually kind of forgives Brian is because for one, they finally talk. Mm-hmm. And they finally have like this understanding of like, this is why you did this. Mm-hmm. This is why I did this. And not only that, but then he then welcomed him into the family because Brian and Mia were having a child. But these are interconnected problems with different characters. I'm talking about Dom's personality as a character de- or within but, his own character but development. What, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that Dom was always very close knit. He was only he only did things with people that he knew. Yes. He never would have trusted in in a hundred years. Half of the half of the group that's that's there right now inside of that fast family is Brian's crew. Because that's Tej and that's also Roman. Roman, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's Brian's crew. He if at some point Dom did not change and understand where Brian was coming from and truly forgive him. They would never be considered family. They would have never even been trusted. But I'm not talking about the trust. What I'm saying is that he's always made irrash or rash decisions. He's always been quick to assume certain things. This isn't anything new. We've known that Dom's character has always assumed and none of, and he never really suffers any consequences from it. He always comes out kind of clean. In this one, we get that development where his you know, assumption, his quick decision to assume that something was a certain way led him to one of his, you know, a family member essentially turning on him. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's why that argument of like, oh, well, this movie was just based off assumptions. At what point, you know, I, I it, again, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm not saying that it's a good way to develop a story, but I'm saying it's like if you guys didn't see this, what else am I supposed to tell you? What else are they supposed to tell you? These movies are not meant to sell you on the fact that they're great movies. They're supposed to be popcorn movies. You sit down and enjoy them. I told you this, Renee. Mm-hmm. If you want a good action movie, mm-hmm. you watch Mission Impossible. Yeah. Because those are well-developed action movies with fantastic practical effects. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is a freaking idiot. So, not an idiot. Excuse me. He's a genius. <laughs> he's an idiot when it comes to his own life, yeah. risking it. Yeah. But he's a genius in trying to make the film super believable. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not watching the Fast series to essentially say like, yes, this is going to be so great. This is going to be so awesome. The practical effects are going to be so fantastic. No, I'm there to see how far it could go. Because, again, if we're going to mention the stunts in Fast Five, Mm -hmm. the safe scene was just crazy. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was cool. It was cool. And it's even more fantastic when you realize that it was all, most of it was done practical. practical, Mm -hmm. Right? Fast Six, what what was the big scene in that one? In Fast Six, it, it was, was the it was the ending, honestly, because they were trying to take Hell, down the it plane. Was the plane. Yeah. It was the plane scene. It was rushing the plane. That's right. Yeah, that's rushing right. The, that was that big moment. Was yeah. The, yeah, was their big moment, which uh, is okay. I don't think it was like that big of a. It, it wasn't. It's not. It's. It, it it's, really wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be like a big thing because I think then, like when when coming out of Fast Five, they're like, okay, what else can we do? What can we have the cars do? We got to Yeah, yeah. yeah let's have them take down a plane. Because I think seven is. LA. Yeah. And that's, you have like seven multiple is, plots. That was a skyscraper yeah. scene, and that was basically no, no, Dom. No, no, the, no, no, no. The big I'm talking about the, the parking lot in Dom. Yeah. Dom that and, was the fight. But the fight it's two, they had two big ones. They, they had, had the, the was parking two, lot two and then the, the, yeah, and the skyscraper. And then in eight, the big one was the ice driving scene. The submarine. Yeah. Submarine. And all the practical shots, and this is what bugs me so much yeah. about that. It wasn't believable because you can differentiate the practical shots from the effect shots, oh. the ones that were super exaggerated. Also, six had the tank. That's oh, that's right. right. Yeah, the tank six scene. Had the, six had yeah. the tank. The that's tank right. on the freeway. Yes. 
Well, that's, that's right. seven. Yeah. Okay. Six or seven. Okay. Six. That was six. Because seven six. was uh, the Shah's older brother. Because it was Shah's little brother that had the tank. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So that's right because that's when he saves Letty when she falls off the tank. Yes. Right. Yeah. So again, he <laughs> jumps through two bridges. It's just like, jumps another bridge to get to another bridge. <laughs> he literally times it so yeah. he's able to fly out. But it's just how absurd these movies can get. Yeah. I get it. If you don't like the film because it just didn't make any sense, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that to hate it and say it's crap, it's too easy just mm-hmm. let it be because we already know it's crap but here's the thing though is that i'm okay with it being like i said i'm okay with it being hyper realistic this world of like this makes sense i can catch people with a car and they'd be perfectly fine yeah i'm okay with that idea i'm okay that you know somebody fell 10 stories through a parking garage with concrete and he walked out with like a scratch i'm fine with that but when you have an entire, when you have multiple scenes of just things not making sense, like the bridge scene, mm-hmm. where just the bridge totally yeah. gives out. I see. I see what you're com- you you. I see what you're coming from, and I see what you're coming from, Brian. Is that like Brian's argument? Is that basically like you're gonna? It's a Fast and the Furious movie. They've always been like that. They've always been super just out of nowhere and stuff like that. I think Nick's argument is is that. That's happened before, but in Fast Nine, it was every single scene. While in past movies, it was one. It was like here and there, here and there. It was more coherent. Yes, it was because one of your arguments, Nick, was that there were too many jumps. Exactly. I think that was you mentioned it right now. Actually, that you were saying it's like he was here, then there, then Mm -hmm. there, and all that other stuff. Yeah. And I don't disagree with you because the scene that pulled me out of it was when Cardi B showed up. I don't give (laughs) two craps about her. I I I honestly was very confused, and I think you heard me Mm -hmm. go. I think I said F this movie Yeah, <laughs> at that moment because the minute that they were in the car and then Cardi B was there and then I just went, oh, F this movie. And then... She completely ruined, like, it, that, it, that it, took me so... On, that took on, me yeah. out of it. Don't, I'm get gonna me say, wrong, don't get me wrong. It is not that I have a problem with Cardi oh, B. Oh, I do. I do. Hold on. Hold <laughs> no, on. I, I'm not afraid of it. Hold I on. do. It's not, but I'm not afraid of it either. It's, yeah. But that's not the reason why it's I was not, upset. It's, it's not Cardi B herself. It, it wasn't Cardi B itself. It was the fact that they introduced a character, mm-hmm. didn't give any explanation to who she was, anything like that. Didn't even show her in the beginning of they, the movie. Because she wasn't a character. She literally came in as Cardi B. Like, here's the thing, okay? But she the- didn't even try to be a character. Mm-hmm. She literally took off the mask and started speaking like that ah. kid from uh, yeah. The Wild Thornberries. But, yeah. yeah. That's no. all it was. I'm sorry. Like, I, okay, if, no, you, if I people get- like her, fine. Again, but, sorry. I'm just going to go off on a little rant no, here. No, 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 no. We don't have the time. We don't have the time, damn Because it. she was useless. Okay, that's... That's fine. She can be useless. But what I'm saying is, is that in every single Fast and the Furious movie, they, there's always this thing of, yes, we do have random people, random cameos that happen and everything like that, but they are well introduced or they, they well show them. Well explained. The, they're they're yeah. explained in the beginning or like the guy like the guy in Cuba who, uh, what was it, who Dom races, who later on yeah. ends up helping him mm-hmm. because he now has a newfound respect for yeah. Dom. Exactly. They always pull some, some minor, small role character into another movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and then and then they bring them in. Yeah. Where 
why couldn't we have done that with Cardi B's character? Why couldn't we have just used a character and brought? Why couldn't it be Kimiko? Because they probably contracted. Kimiko, oh. Why couldn't it have been Kimiko from yeah. uh, Too Fast, Too Furious? Yeah. Why couldn't it have been her yeah. instead of Cardi B? That would have been cool. But, and then Cardi B yeah. could have still been there, and she could have said, "Well, this is my new, mm-hmm. this is my new crew." Yeah, or, or anything even, else, um, and just oh. say, "Oh yeah, like my time with Brian and you yeah. really changed the way I look at the world." But this is because they threw away so many characters, mm-hmm. and again, we talked about this. The Fast and uh, Tokyo Drift characters. Mm-hmm. They literally went didn't from them. They didn't do anything, no. and that's a sh- that's a shame. Mm-hmm. They literally that's the middle finger. Mm-hmm. That is my that is my version of the middle finger that Justin Lin threw mm-hmm. at us because he essentially said these guys in Tokyo Drift were badasses. Mm-hmm. They they knew how to drift. They took down the Drift King. This guy spent like weeks learning how to throw the perfect drift into a corner inside of a small parking structure, mm-hmm. and then they raced on the canyons. It was like well, sick. Well, none of All that, of a sudden, to then was, just say they were rocket scientists at the end he, of this he one. Learned how to drift in a charger yeah like in, a, a, in a mustang in a mustang yeah. i mean uh, oh with a it? uh with a it was a different engine it was, was a it was a it was a, uh, it was a toyota engine yeah i toyota. think it was, it was a toyota yeah. engine inside of a inside of a inside of a yeah. mustang but that's but that's that that's besides the point though what i'm saying is that these characters there was a nissan it might but, have been Nissan. Oh my god! <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. So here's here's the problem that I have with this movie as well is the fact that there is no lull. There is no slow moment in the movie where characters can just talk. Characters can then develop. Characters can have a moment. There is no moment in this movie. You it's, know it's jump cut to jump cut to jump cut. You know what's funny? I noticed that that left after. Paul Walker died because in Furious Seven and in Furious in Furious Six and Fast Five, you have those moments when they're planning out their next plan to do the main mission. And they talk. They have those moments, and it's mostly with Paul Walker's character too, half the time. Because he was the he-, he was the brain. But the yeah. thing he is became that became the, the brain. But the thing is that it, they did have them later on. Mm-hmm. But they had them in either comedic moments or they had it in different stuff like that. But mm-hmm. but a lot of it also was The Rock. Because yeah. then, then those smaller, s- slower moments turned into The Rock's mm-hmm. job. And I feel like they didn't have anybody that could really carry those emotional scenes. Mm-hmm. Those scenes of like, we're trying to talk about something heavy. Mm-hmm. We're trying to talk about family. We're trying to talk about what's going on in people's lives. Mm-hmm. We're trying to talk about something else. Yeah. We don't have somebody that can carry that scene. Mm-hmm. So we don't you we don't use that scene. Like the beginning of this movie. The beginning of this movie is literally Dom on a farm. He Letty basically just saying, Screw this kid that isn't mine. I'm going going I'm gonna go back to the life I miss. Well, her reason for that is because we used to not hide mm-hmm. and now we do. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. But that isn't the reason she gave. She just kind of went like, Screw being a mom, I'm well, going to go do this. And then later on she said, Well, I miss the I miss what it was. But the thing is that not even on the plane was there like a slow moment. Like this moment of we ha- what's the plan, guys? And then they going, Okay, so this is how we have to attack, this is how mm-hmm. we're doing everything like that. Because that's what they do in every other fast that's movie. True. They, they literally just the final ending or like the the final like action sequence. Because the plans were happened as it was going exactly, yeah. and then they eventually, and then like in the very beginning, they just showed up in Brazil and they were just driving through the through the jungle, and they're and they all have like shotguns and machine guns. <laughs> no, yeah. that I agree with. But that, thing, uh, yeah, that I, I agree with. No, but the thing is that I feel like there's jokes that were pat that were missing because. Roman specifically says, stop judging me. And then Tej says, it's okay. We all know you're compensating. 
there's always a scene when they're picking out the cars. Mm -hmm. There's always that scene of like them like picking yeah. out the cars. You get to see like what their tastes are. Yeah. Stuff like that. It still was feel, true to the it they but okay. the thing is that you yeah. don't feel that in this movie because they just automatically cut and it feels like there was a conversation that the audience wasn't there for. I'm gonna and then a joke happened mm -hmm. and then you were like, wait, is he just trying to say he has a small wiener? They final fantasied this. The studio? Yes, the okay. movie. They final yeah. fantasied it because you, you are right where none of the characters. And after this, Renee, lead us into the closing statements, okay. please. Because we don't. Yeah, you got Did it. Did you hear him? <laughs> Judge Renee. <laughs> um, so, Your the, Majesty. <laughs> Lead us Your elegance. That's what I like. <laughs> Your subjects. So, they Final Fantasy does. And but what I mean by that is essentially you should already know. And I'm not saying this is the right thing to do because it isn't. It did pull me out a couple times, yeah. but I had to pick up on it. There are those moments where you get to see their tastes in the cars that they choose. Exactly. And when I say that they Final Fantasy does, I sim I'm saying they expect you to already know what their tastes are. Because Roman does say when they have Dom in the Charger, mm -hmm. or in the, yeah, it's the Charger, uh, when they have them hooked on there and they're all pulling, you know? Yeah. No, no, that was Fast 8. Yeah. That was Fast 8. It's Fast 8. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because he does say, they don't even show, they don't even have a moment where to pick their cars. Because in that one, in Fast 8, they're he flips the he, cars. No, they're not. Because Roman drives a Bentley and then he says, Not my Bentley, because he wanted to keep it and it gets flipped and destroyed. In this one, they don't until kind of towards Nope. They never mention their the cars. End. Was it? No, no. They never, never mention their cars. The only the one cars. they do that with is Han then. No. Yeah, because Han is the only one that drives a, a JDM. But it doesn't matter. They never mentioned. Oh, they it's never not technically the super. But, but what I'm, what I'm, sa but what I'm is saying is, is that the Fast and the Furious saga is also this thing of car porn. It, it, there, there is this moment of was like it was completely gone from this except movie, except for one car. What it's, car was that? The Supra. Was, the Supra. Oh, okay. It's the redesign. But the thing is, is that there there was no form of car porn in this in, in inside of this movie. There is no Besides them spatting Jacob's out car. But the thing is that there's no there is no moment of like. Han or you know Dom looking at a car and then going like oh yeah it goes a thousand RPMs mm -hmm. or whatever we didn't even it get is. to see them like go back to the Tokyo Drift cast and be like hey we need to use your rocket no it exactly. was just automatically Roman you're right because they, they the even car. threw that ass I remember that yeah. because they even threw, okay that I'll give you mm -hmm. because they did throw away that whole thing where they were like oh they'll help you pick out cars mm -hmm. and then they never even showcased Show them the cars they exactly. just showed the Pontiac Fiero with a giant rocket at the end yeah that was it and then we're automatically to assume that they know how to fly an airplane. That's another thing too. Because they became rocket scientists. Or <laughs> no, whatever. But, but but what I'm saying is that it took a lot of the of the character of not only the characters themselves but the character of the movie out of it. Mm -hmm. They ripped it and it made it very stale. It made it this like oh, we're just going to show you flashy lights and we're going to hope that you like it. And that's a shame because there is a lot of character inside of not only the movie itself, like the world of Fast and the Furious, but the characters themselves are pretty interesting. They are interesting and cool characters. And the fact that you stripped them down to their bare bones and just kind of went, well, the audience knows who they are. Mm -hmm. So it's fine. We don't need to explain who these people are. That's a bad thing. You shouldn't just assume. You should always be kind of learning something new in a new movie. 
because you're closing, you're losing audiences. Exactly, because yeah. I learned nothing about Tej. I learned nothing about Roman in this one. Mm-hmm. I learned nothing about Ramses. I learned nothing about most of the crew. Mm-hmm. I learned a little bit about Han, but that was because Justin Lin loves Han. And obviously he was going to write something cool for Han, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Mm-hmm. I feel that, like I feel like this is your closing statement. There is good. no. You didn't even lead us into the closing I know, statement. I'm but sorry. he's he's doing it. But that's fine. No, okay. I'm sorry. But after thing, this, then Brian. Yeah, goes, yeah, but but the problem is is that it ripped the character and it ripped all the fun out of this movie. Mm-hmm. And it just said you'll like it because we tell you you'll like it because there's flashy lights, explosions, Vin Diesel and John Cena in it. That's why you'll like this movie. It's not because there was actually some form of fun. That was the thing, though. Every single time you make, you have a Fast and the Furious movie, you feel like it, the movie was at least fun. So, so you're basically saying that you felt that this movie didn't respect its audience. It didn't respect them, and it just felt stale. Okay. And it didn't allow for character development. It didn't allow for anything. And that is the true shame of this movie, because there's so much potential in that. Okay. Nick's done. <laughs> that was a good closing statement. You're welcome. <laughs> Brian, I just don't care about the fast saga anymore at this okay. point. Mm-hmm. I lost interest after Tokyo Drift. Honestly, okay. like for me, these movies, if I enjoy, if I get fun out of it, then it's 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 done its job. It's done its job. Okay. You know, I went into this movie not having expectations. I simply said, how absurd can this movie be? How mm-hmm. much crazier can we get? Okay, that was my entire. <laughs> I know I was like, "You really do that in front of the mic." <laughs> he was slurping his frap, guys. If you don't want to know what that was, no, they can see it. I'm oh, doing my closing right. statement. I'm sorry, he slurped. Really can loud. I get my closing statement? Yeah, done? Gosh, closing man, okay. I swear. You still got to talk about to. Loki. I know. Go. I'm not going into these movies anymore expecting anything fun or getting anything coherent out of it. Yeah. I'm just going in there to see how absurd this is. Okay. And that's what I. That's what I got. I got a movie that was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay? I can compare it to a bootleg Mission Impossible because that's essentially what Fast 9 was. It's just bootleg Mission Impossible. It tried to be a spy movie with characters that were never really spies. Excuse me. The story, the characters didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. They didn't develop them well enough to be these bad action or badass action stars. Mm-hmm. You know, we mentioned this as well, where the the scene where Dom pulls the two chains and then like everything just falls on top of the people. That's ridiculous. But again, we see that in like Fast 7 and Fast 8, the scene where in Fast 8, where Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character mm-hmm. basically like slides underneath, like mm-hmm. on a bridge to basically hit a fence and then fall down two stories yeah. to land perfectly fine. Like none of it makes sense, but it's just the absurdity that keeps me going. Mm-hmm. So if people are hating this movie, I'm not going to convince you to say that you're wrong. That's not what I'm trying to do. No, because I'm not trying to convince you that you're wrong in the sense that, you know, this movie sucked. What I'm just saying is that when you look at this, again, it goes back to my opening statement. Crap is crap. And to call it crap, okay, obviously, yes, what are you trying to prove with that? Are you trying to discourage people from going to go watch this? Mm-hmm. No. There already have two other movies in development. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What this movie should be showcasing is, again, what uh, Justice League did mm-hmm. in terms of what happens when a studio takes over. Mm-hmm. This is a studio-directed film. Mm-hmm. This is not a Justin Lin film. Mm-hmm. This is a studio-directed film with Justin Lin's name on it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. 
the studio thought that this is what the audiences wanted mm-hmm. and it didn't work mm-hmm. because people are going in there saying there were too many moments where I was pulled out of the store because I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. That is okay. All right. But what we should be doing when fast 10 does come out mm-hmm. is not go in with any expectations. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. If you're done after this and saying, well, this is stupid. Great. Mm-hmm. Leave it be. Let it leave it be. Mm-hmm. Because the franchise died after Tokyo Drift. It hasn't been the same. It will never be the same again. Mm-hmm. If it wants to be the same, it has to go back to its old ways. And I think that that's where it's headed. It's trying to reach a point that's super high up and super absurd, only for the 11th or 12th film to then wrap it up again with street racing. That is the dream. That is personally what I want. And I think that's where it's going to head. Mm-hmm. We just got to give it time. So basically what you're saying is that we're so far into the series and we're going to get more. There's bound to be a hiccup in the film franchise. And this is Fast 9. It's yeah. Basically, because we said it before, this is more of a setup to the next film. Exactly. It okay. is. Yeah. And which and again, is whatever, whatever they do with Cypher. Yeah. Whatever and basically like plan is. what you're saying is like we've gotten so many of these movies, so many, and they that second half have been so obscured. Is that what did we expect exactly to get from Fast Nine? Is just more obscurity. Exactly, it's yeah. just going to be. And I again, yeah. Fast and Furious has always been, or not always been, but after Four, it's mm-hmm. been a twist on a twist on a yeah. twist. And we saw that with Han's character. Mm-hmm. Han died in Three, then yeah. came back, or we found out that he was, you know, that he was part of Shaw Dom's was crew. murdered. Yeah, yeah and then right, Shaw or that he was part him. of Dom's yeah. crew, and then Shaw murdered him. But then it wasn't Shaw that actually murdered him because he managed to escape. There's going to be a twist on twist yeah. on twist. There's always he, layers they always add the, on. The, the 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 sad part is that they keep layering the same thing, and it's to retcon what just retcon. happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's to retcon a retcon into another. That's all it is. Yeah. And so at this and point, that's, it, but that's that's also a problem though. At a certain okay, Han dying. That that was that was a tragic scene. It was a dope character, and I really in it. It really hurt to see him go. Yeah. The fact that we added Jason Statham was driving the 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 Bentley mm-hmm. or yeah. the uh, it was Mercedes. Like a Mercedes, Mercedes, or Mercedes yeah. yeah. The fact that Jason Statham was driving the Mercedes and there was a deeper meaning to it. It's not a retcon. It's kind of like throwing the gauntlet. It's like, oh, that's sick. Yeah. That Han died mm-hmm. not because of what was going on in Tokyo Drift. He like he had other grudges and other people were yeah. after him, mm-hmm. and that that was an interesting retcon. Mm-hmm. That is a very interesting retcon. The fact that in this movie they just went, oh yeah, like we made Han, we made it just look like Han was in there, and yeah. then they didn't we really explain. Did, we did what some they government did. It was some mojo. Magic. Yeah, 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 they, they even like said it at the mojo. end. Yeah, yeah they even said he's like good magic. magic trick, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it's like he's not even covered in blood, even though inside of the inside the shot he's covered in blood and stuff like that. And it's like. Wait, what? So did you just literally go? So how did Han get out of the car? Mm. So that was like a split second too. Yeah. So how did Han get out of the car? I don't know. He so just, are we uh, just saying that nobody magic? was there and that's it? Like nobody was standing there. That Shaw, that Shaw, a government trained assassin, <laughs> looked blinked and then just didn't check to make sure that his target died. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I was really disappointed how they explained it because I, I told you that was one of the main things we were all interested in. Yeah, it just I was like, I want weak point. Yeah, I want to see how they explain how Han yeah. survived. And it was not a great explanation. overall. Yeah. I'm willing to just wait for Fast Ten and see what happens. Okay, I'm not here to convince you or you, you know, that 
I'm not saying I'm not going to go see it. I'm a junkie. I'll still watch it. <laughs> well, Renee's done. He I says, think but so, I think you're yeah. gonna you're still gonna watch. I Batman. still I have to see the trailer when F- FX comes out. FX FX they have to call it FX like you no, said. No, because that's a network. <laughs> oh damn it. No, it's gonna be fat. I, I think I just want it to be Fast X. Fast X. Oh, there furious. Like, yeah, furious. Furious X. X. Furious X. The Furious X. That Fast Cross Furious. I'm, I'm telling you, if they don't do a Legion of Doom with all of the villains, they will. That would be cool. With That's all of the villains is. from all of, all of the Fast and the Furious, and things, they're going Cy- to space. <laughs> like the villains Cypher, make a moon base. Cipher <laughs> ma- Cipher makes a moon base. <laughs> And then it's basically just like Moonraker. Yeah. That's, that's essentially what this is, oh. is it's just Moonraker. We talked about, remember on the way home last night, we talked about there would be layers or twists on top. And we said, like, watch the next villain, the one that's going to be a part of everything that's going to be like pulling the webs of everything is, is no, is uh, Dom's mom. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then, then we, we find, <laughs> and then we find out that Dom's mom is the reason why he killed the dad because apparently, like, she like did something before and stuff. And then Jacob was like, "No," I, and then I was, I it, it, you know what? This no, all crossed over the, into the Matrix. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> I, I remember them talking about it though. He, he said that his mom died. They, they did we say that presumed Han died. Han died too. Yeah, that, that's that's another. <laughs> that's problem. a plot that's twist. A, that's another problem. Is that the Fast and the Furious doesn't respect death. No. That's another thing. So yeah. To end Your Honor. This, this whole Your Majesty. This whole Shut hour up. and twenty minutes. Yeah, because yeah, I'm taking I'm literally shaving off ten ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um Your Majesty. I will have to agree. <laughs> throwing, he's throwing looks at me. <laughs> so, um oh, no, I will say this. You guys did both have very good arguments. Oh my god, I love he's them. stalling. I love them so much. No, I'm just basically I want to show that I'm not favorizing anyone, oh, but I did up. think okay, about sorry. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did think about it. One really convinced me, and then the other one was like, "Oh no, that's actually pretty good." But I will say, all right, just say it lost. Nick is the one yeah. that I agree with. Yeah, boy. No, but Brian, you had some good points though. You had, you had me at some points too. That's the thing. I was I, I, I was agreeing with Brian at, I, towards the. You weren't impressed the with the length I, of crap Justin Lin took on the franchise. It's I fine. Feel, I feel, he aimed I, for thirteen I, inches without a cut, and I, you know I, the next feel, one's fifteen. What I, feel, what I felt saved me was my closing. That was your closing was good. My oh, closing. If he is, didn't I, close, would he have? Would I have had it? Yeah. If, if if he didn't have a good closing statement, you would have had it. It was the whole respecting your audience thing, and that, that one really got to me. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's true." I, I mean, the like, studios studios never respect their audiences. Yeah, that's true. But again, hey, it was too easy. Hey, you know what? I'll put it this way: I I was the underdog in this entire situation, no, and you had me. You and had me. I almost won it. I yeah. almost pulled a miracle. I, was, I almost yes. pulled a hail mary. I would have chosen you. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting you know. Right. <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm happy with you know what. <laughs> I'm letting you know right now. I'm happy with that. Hey, you might have too- won the battle, but the war is far from done. <laughs> I'm letting you know right now. I still got F10. I'm letting you know right now. Tomorrow, when that trophy store opens up, I'm buying myself a trophy. Buy your freaking trophy. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to F9 debate champion. All right, guys, go ahead and set up uh, Loki. Loki. We got All like right. maybe 15 minutes. Because honestly, can, this. I think we can do it in 10. I think no. we, we can wrap it up yeah. maybe quicker than that. We'll see. Uh, basically, guys, when this episode airs. Uh, who is it? We'll be talking right now. We're talking about Loki episode three, which is what's it called? It was I forgot what it was called. Honestly, last one was called Variant. We got introduced uh, to I, wasn't it uh, Lavandra? 
Yes. It was, it, oh, it was, it was like, the planet, wasn't it? It was the planet's name. Yeah. It was like Lavandra. It was like, it started with an L. So basically, a quick little summary. This episode starts where episode two ends, where Loki, both Lokis go through the same portal, and then they try to chase each other and stuff like that from the TVA. They're both land on the TVA and stuff like that. And Loki grabs, I guess, the little teleporter thing mm-hmm. and they yeah, the temp, um the tempad tempad and they're traveling through different times different areas yeah, they did like two jumps yeah they? they did like yeah. two jumps and they landed on one where it was another apocalypse world where basically the plant the moon is like crashing onto this planet or something right. like that and they are stuck because the battery the the tempad is out of juice what would you <laughs> what would you say if that that moon exploding was galactus Oh, that would have been great. Mm. That'd be cool. They're I would have liked enough. that. Yeah, but I don't, they're not smart enough. No, that's would. true. They're not that clever. <laughs> no, no, but I, I think that would be that would have been really interesting. Is like, well, knowing Marvel, they'll they'll say it later on. Oh yeah, that was actually Galactus, like they did with the whole Peter Parker and Iron Man two thing. Like, yeah. oh yeah, oh that was that, Peter Parker. Oh yeah, that little kid that like had the little Iron Man thing. That was Peter Parker. But uh, it didn't. Well, that, it wasn't that was. It, but the, the thing is that that was a joke that a fan made. Yeah. It was no, a joke then, that it was a joke yeah. that a fan made, and then later on they then went. We yeah, like why not? Yeah, we like it. <laughs> yeah. Like Kevin Feige was like, "That's a, that's that's actually really funny. I'm down. Like that doesn't that doesn't hurt anything if I just say yeah, it is. <laughs> like that put it puts Peter kind of around the, the right age. I, yes, it does. Yeah. Is there anything sense. to discuss from this episode besides the fact that they just kind of like they only progress the characters just a little bit, a little bit, but then they also revealed about the TVA, about pe- right. the people that work for the TVA. They're all variants. They're all variants, and oh, they all man. believe that they are were chosen or created from the Time Watchers, mm-hmm. um, Timekeepers, Timekeepers. Yeah, the time they're watchers. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on that that thing of the timekeepers are just like, like, doc, like they don't exist. Wizard, I'm telling you, it's the Wizard of Oz. It's yeah. going to be the Wizard of Oz. No, by like the end in, of in all seriousness, because joking wise, I'm just going to say, you know, time skipping jet ski. Sure, why not? Let's just, I'm going to make it happen. That was, that's my fifth, my Mephisto for this, uh, for this series. That's fine. If you, but if I you think, get it, I don't. I, I time don't skipping mean, jet ski. If it, if, they, if it ends on you a time get a trophy sk- from across the street, yeah. <laughs> 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 it, predicted Loki. <laughs> I, if, I swear to God, if 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 they show up on a time skip on a time jumping jet ski, I might throw a rock at my <laughs> at my TV. No, at my TV, I might throw a rock. Hey Loki, look what I got! It's a time oh jet ski. <laughs> it's a time wow. machine jet ski, Loki. Let's go! Wow, it's so fast! Wow. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fast! Look, look we're Loki. going through all the times. Titan. This is what yeah. I mean. He may have won the battle, but the war is far from done. Look, look Loki. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun. <laughs> but I do think that you know. There, there, there are alluding to the fact that the timekeepers don't exist. I, I, it's undeniable at this yeah. point because if these guys are all powerful and supposedly can create, you know, members of the TVA to work for them, why are they pulling variants to work for them? That doesn't make any sense. So right. the, the the TVA is supposed to be this grand specter that's supposed to be the all powerful, you know, entity that runs the sacred timeline. And now we're finding out that parts of it are a lie. That this isn't necessarily the religion we all think it is. I, it's breaking. So what what yeah. about if cuz you know how they said that there was cuz what they showed is they showed three timelines happening at once. Uh-huh. And then they said that they were at war. Yeah. What about if it was they were able to control the three and the thing that makes the uh, and all three of these timelines are all isolated to themselves? Mm-hmm. 
So it's it, they're not saying, oh yeah, this is the sacred time. So they're saying this is the sacred timeline because this is our timeline. Mm-hmm. But there are multiple, there are two other timelines that other keepers are keeping under watch. Yeah. Now, the reason why we have madness is because these timelines are beginning to branch and they start bleeding into the other timelines. Yeah. And that's where you kind of start getting these alternate versions of characters. Yeah. Because the way that that uh, female Loki is talking is she Her is name talking- is Sylvia now. Sylvia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is also the name of Enchantress. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's Enchantress. It's Enchantress. It's their way of bringing they, in In the backstory that they said is that she yeah. learned how to enchant people yeah. and take co- take over them, which is kind of like, you know, it's a different form of magic. Mm-hmm. She's already enchanting people. We can already assume that it is enchant- my, Enchantress. My thinking is, is that I do think it is Loki, though. I think that it's Enchantress, but Loki a, has been reincarnated in her body. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where it's a combination. So that way you can have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Of, oh yeah, it yeah. is. It it is That's enchantress. True. We did put a chair. We but did it's put, a Loki. But yeah. it's still a Loki variant, so that we were not lying. Yeah, and everything else. But we eventually, it's going to be this reveal of like this is what's going on. I feel that the reason why we have true madness in the multiverse is because the time variance authority is disbanded because everybody realizes we're all variants. So if we're all variants, then no. If everyone's a variant, then no one's a variant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is yeah. no such thing as a variant. Now. Yeah. If we're all variants, mm-hmm. then what? Then what's the point? Like, why are we here? Why mm-hmm. are we erasing people? Why are we judging them? Yeah. And everything else, because I'm a variant too. Shouldn't I be judged? Mm-hmm. And that automatically destroys the time, the the time variance authority. Mm-hmm. That leads into the into the multiverse of madness and that leads into Doctor Strange kind of go this fix, is assuming that what's going on. this is assuming that this is going to be you know before the multiverse of madness yeah what if this is running alongside the films that are being released well, that's a that's well, a strong here's the thing though yeah. it is though because time is relative they can always say this is what's going on during said time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a strong possibility. It, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it, you can, it, it could be, it could not be. It totally depends. It could be that where Loki begins is at the same time that, time, that Multiverse of Madness starts. And then while they're trying to figure out, while he's time skipping with Sylvie, Doctor Strange is dealing with whatever. Peter Parker is, you know, dealing with whatever he's dealing it with. It would be interesting if uh, the Doctor Strange movie begins as soon as Sylvia nukes the sacred timeline yeah. mm-hmm. because that way it's kind of like, okay, this movie started mm-hmm. halfway through the Loki series yeah, and we're kind of seeing, you to know, give you, to give you a timeline. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go into predictions because everything, because I mean, everything right now is kind of up in the air. It's, yeah. It's it really is hard to kind of go like, Oh, well this takes place during this. This takes place yeah. during this. This show is doing a good job of keeping you guessing and like really kind of like, Keeping you like, oh yeah, we're what we're doing is like not what you expect. Yeah. At least, uh, prediction wise, where do you think this is headed? I mean, again, episode three was like up in the air. Yeah, I told you she was going after the timekeepers, though. Well, I mean, that was mm-hmm. obvious. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. You didn't say that last week. You were like, I don't have to. It was obvious. Where Where was she going, guys? All right, Renee, what's your prediction? <laughs> I don't even know up to this point because the way it ends, it ends with them like trying to escape, but then their way of escaping is mm-hmm. gone. Okay. So right. it's like, okay, I honestly, I can say I have really no prediction. Episode of four happen. is going to go back in time. We're going to get like the, the oh. sequence of events that happened after they went through the portal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like episode four will be much more interesting than this, but it won't this. be. 
I think I will. Oh, sorry. Now I'm thinking. Right now, it just hit me. I will think that we'll get more backstory on um, Sylvia in the next episode. I think we're gonna get a backstory. Her like a I, secret file. Yeah. I feel that Loki and Sylvia will be a minor characters in the next episode. Mm. They won't be in this next episode, I don't think. Yeah, it so doesn't I, feel like it is. So what I'm thinking is that they're leaving their story at Nuke, mm-hmm. our moon crashing in, and then it's going to follow Owen Wilson's character oh, okay, the moment the that TVA. they leave, okay. and it's going to go back to the TVA. Mm-hmm. He's going to be dealing with whatever's going on, and mm-hmm. then he's going to roost them up, mm-hmm. basically looking through like different apocalypses, kind of going like, "Well, we can't find them, so that means that they have to be in an apocalypse." Yeah. Somewhere, so that means that we need to start searching apocalypses. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen is he's going to send out troopers to the apocalypses, mm-hmm. and then that's going to lead them to oh, I found who like is there. Like there was like a small anomaly mm-hmm. in this one spot. We should go check it out just mm-hmm. in case it's them. And yeah. that's how they kind of get out. Okay. And then that leads you to kind of bring everyone back together. But I think during this time, you're right. I think they uh. That Owen Wilson, because he's not around Loki, is going to have that moment of he can talk freely about why they're hunting down this Loki. Mm -hmm. And he's also going to be able to talk about Loki himself, you Mm -hmm. know, how his grudge now against Loki and seeing saying basically I was trying to help him or I was trying to do this and he screwed us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, My prediction is this. I'm going to time skipping jet ski, but hang on. (laughs) I got to sneeze. Hang on. Uh. Huh. Oh God! I can see. Oh, the this is the, this is Marvel production stopping me from actually saying the correct prediction. I can see the COVID in the air. Oh my God! Um, here's what I think. I think that the big bad is Major Mobius. And I oh. think, yeah, the only reason why is because Major Mobius has been the only one to explain to us how the TVA works, mm-hmm. right? Wait, you, so you think that Owen Wilson's the bad guy? Owen Wilson, I don't think he, I don't think he's a full-on bad guy. Like I said, I don't think the TVA is like a full-on bad entity in mm-hmm. the MCU. I think that they're just kind of like controlling, yeah. and the whole show is to kind of like let go of that control to spawn different creations. I think yeah. that the timekeeper, the timekeepers, we've already met him. I think that it is Major Mobius, and it's that girl that she was talking to, mm-hmm. the one that was like, "Oh, I give you permission. Do, yeah. do I want to give you permission to use Loki and all mm-hmm. this other stuff?" I think them two and the judge. Oh, okay. Or are they the same person? The same judge. Person. Yeah. yeah. But I think that those two are probably timekeepers. They're not. Well, I'm going to say that, that I'm going to predict that they are. And one of the things that's kind of throwing me off is. If these workers for the TVA are just variants that have been brainwashed, mm-hmm. there's a significance in why he mentioned the jet ski. Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of like fell off now that I'm thinking about like mm-hmm. why it is that these variants it's the past life. The, yes. Yeah. I think that the reason why he mentioned the jet ski is to kind of ground himself to mm-hmm. make it believable that, you know, he is a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. You know? He kind of remembers who he was. Yeah. yeah. But I do think that he is a timekeeper. I think that he is a part, or even if he's not a timekeeper, I do think that he is kind of like an asset to the big bad. Because Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, does feel more free mm-hmm. of doing what he wants to do. Yes. And then they even touched onto that in episode two where Loki and him are sitting down and they're like, look at us. We're, we're in, in the TVA. We're the most free willed ones here, you mm-hmm. know? And that really 
that was maybe that was a way of them saying that there's something something's off. There's something a bit. maybe he's not a timekeeper, but there is something to Owen Wilson's character. Maybe Gary is another timekeeper too. Yeah. The the thing is that I feel that the reason being is because Owen Wilson has been reset too many times. Mm. Okay. That it's not keeping because remember how she says it's always which are, like all you know those circles they're all you. Mm-hmm. The reason being is because I th- I feel like Owen Wilson keeps getting reset. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't remember doing specific things. Okay, so he's just a variant that's just too he, valuable that he he's can a variant reset. that can. He's a variant that can that understands how other variants work. Mm-hmm. And if we if we give him if we turn him into a blank slate, then we lose the biggest part that makes him so valuable. Okay, but he he's but the thing is that he's so fragile that if he just tips too far one way. Everything falls apart. So I think that's kind of the route that they're going in. Mm-hmm. I think that as a variant, you'll find out that he's somebody else. Mm-hmm. I I feel like Mobius does isn't his real name. Mm-hmm. No, I feel uh, like I think they have to keep that. That Mobius, Mobius. Yeah, I feel that for a variant, because my idea, my thinking is, is that every single time, a time. Every single time that a somebody from the TVA dies, they just rip them from their old universe. Mm-hmm. Like they rip them from a universe, yeah. brainwash them, and then put them back to work. Mm-hmm. So that way, nobody kind of goes like, "Oh, well, that person's new." Mm-hmm. It's just a variant over a variant, and yeah. they just put your old memories back in, or they they erase some memories that you don't necessarily need, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And oh. that that's one way that you could do that. But yeah, I do feel that either he's going to be somebody else. Or he's going to be just a variant that's just been reset far too many times. All right. Well, we'll not keeping. we're going to have to yeah. wait until episode four to so find out. We'll wrap it up here because we used up most of our time. Yeah, with the fast saga. Yeah. Uh, Renee, go ahead and tell us where uh, our listeners can find us. So if you guys are listening to this on, or if you guys are watching this on YouTube, just know that you guys can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Keeping Up With The Nerds or Keep It With Nerds. And if you guys are listening to an audio platform, don't forget that we have a YouTube channel. And if you guys are listening to this, you can watch us, our pretty little faces, right here on YouTube. So please hit the subscribe button and the like button. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, let us yeah. know what you guys think. Because yeah. honestly, you know. Let we, us know what you guys think about F9. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear. I, 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 I totally agree with that. And that's why you should like the video. Like yeah. the video. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure to ring that bell. Not only that, but also I feel like this is a video that deserves at least 200 likes. <laughs> so he's aiming yeah. already when we only have like 58 subscribers. No, like but third, I but third uh, video and, podcast. And, <laughs> like, and, you know, but yeah. here's the thing, though: it's an easy goal if every single one of you shares the video. Yeah, share the video with a friend. Make sure that they like it too. Make sure that you know share it with a vi- with a friend. Maybe they'll like us. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Maybe they'll hate us so much they'll have to see what we do. More. Exactly. There you go. So send the video out. I want to see 200 likes. I feel like 200 likes is an easy goal. It really is. I feel it like it's be. an easy goal. At least 100. We I have 100 know. followers on Instagram. So if, uh, yeah. if, if so one I'm of saying? them, if each, each and every person shares it to another person and tell them to like it, it's, it's we'll, be, we'll match it. Yeah, it's a very I want a easy sub goal. goal of 100. 
You want a sub goal? A sub goal of 100 sub by the end of July. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. All but, right. Let's I'm do it. Lo- but I'm, I, I want 100 likes on this video. Let's make it happen. Let's see it. <laughs> We're 200 to 100. 50 likes. And last thing, guys, don't forget about our website www.keepingupwiththenerds.com, where you get to see all of our profiles and all of our videos, and then the timer on when the next video comes out as well, too. Next podcast. And don't yes. forget Brian's OnlyFans. He, he's very shy about it, yeah. but it's very interesting. A lot of things. A lot of things. things Can we close it out now? <laughs> the things he's doing, <laughs> he's doing with food is very impressive. I'm going to close it out. We okay. ready? Yeah, go Brian, take it away, you sexy beast. Thank you. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue number 53. My name is Brian. Renee. And Nick. Recording at Undercity Comics in Whittier, California. We want to thank everyone for listening to this issue and hope to see you all 